0: All right, hey everybody, it is Ian Brown, your yield coach. This is your intro, episode one, season one. It'll be a short, sweet overview, a little bit about me, a little personal stuff, a little professional stuff, what I've done on the investment front, and overall, you can get a taste for if this show's a fit for you. All right, let's jump in. Again, I'm your coach, Ian Brown. Every episode, our goal is to bring you dynamic entrepreneurs, real estate investors, business leaders, inspirational guests, guys and gals ready to open up, tell you the good, the bad, the ugly. Our goal is for you to gain advantages, accelerate your success, and grow with us. I'm a father to three children. I've got Chloe, I've got Connor, and I got little baby Harper. At this time, Chloe's 16, little CJ is three, and Harper is my little one-year-old beautiful baby. I'm married to a beautiful woman, Lauren lee brown and i couldn't be happier Um, but let's jump into a little bit of my uh, extracurriculars i like to surf i like to camp i like to be outdoors Um, my goal for this upcoming year is to get back into paddle boarding and back into jujitsu i used to do jujitsu during law school and then i just gave it up got fat got old and got scared but this is a year to be bold 2022 Uh, professionally i'm an attorney I'm a broker, I'm an appraiser, and I'll spend the next few minutes telling you a little bit more about that professional background, kind of how I came to get where I am. Um, I'm a Florida State alumni, I graduated with a history major, a uh, actually a religion minor, and a, uh, a minor in rugby, bartending, and beer drinking. I had a great time, I learned a lot about myself. and. Uh, a little bit of leadership, a little bit of toughness, running my own schedule. I made my own money, paid my own rent, and um, that was probably one of the few things in undergrad that you know right away caught my attention. I made my own cash, bartending, went right to my landlord, paid that rent, and I knew at some point I would get on the other side of that equation. Coming out of Florida State, I took a job teaching high school and coaching track and field and football. I love those days. Teaching and coaching was wildly fulfilling for me. Um, you know, Here I am kind of teaching again in a way, but um, it pained me to have to leave the classroom after two years, but I just wasn't making ends meet. You know, My daughter Chloe, who's 16 now, she was born when I was a teacher, and I knew I had to find another way. A family friend reached out to me and said, well, what do you think about learning commercial real estate? He wasn't super specific about what we were gonna learn. I said, Hell yeah, when do I start? (laughs) So um, I transitioned from being a high school teacher into being a commercial real estate appraiser. It wasn't clear to me in the beginning, but what we were trained to do was actually appraisal. This was critical for me. I didn't know how to even use Excel to be totally, I wasn't even sure how to make folders to store files on on a desktop, I mean, (laughs) It's embarrassing, but you know, this is almost 15 years ago, just my IT skills were poor. You know, in undergrad, we still turned in our papers, you know, handwritten, handwritten essays. Um, So, I had a lot of technology to learn and I'm forever grateful to Eric Hector, Keystone Consulting Group, that whole outfit for (laughs) sticking with me as as a knucklehead rugby player history major trying to learn financial modeling. I did that, you know, I certainly caught my real estate bug by then. I'm an appraiser concentrating in hotels. That was my main asset class. But I did apartments, did some special purpose stuff, did marinas and golf courses, resorts, office, retail, industrial. When you do appraisal work, you really can't be choosy. You gotta do more or less whatever the bank needs you to do. So I had great exposure with all asset classes. It's it's probably, foundationally, some of the best experience I got um, my entire career. Uh, Along the way, I also got my real estate license. I thought I would just sell some property during the summer go back and teach class in the fall it didn't work out like that but i always kept the license and around 2013 i got very active and started doing more commercial brokerage as i was coming out of law school actually i was waiting on my bar results i did pass but as i was waiting on those bar results i got with a a young outfit of commercial brokers and started brokering hotels and brokering commercial investments in northeast florida so On the brokerage side, I did what's called investment sales. Investment sales means you're literally selling investments to investors. Uh, Contrast that with like doing maybe some leasing, maybe some owner-user stuff. So these were guys that needed to buy a specific property for a specific rate of return, which was perfect with my appraisal background. Fast forward, as an investor, I was actually really good at packaging my own deals and getting them sold, and I could save the commission if I sold it on my own. Starting in about 2013, 2014, I started doing um, lease review and title and escrow. And my friends would say, well Ian, can you do this real estate closing for me? For a while I said no, eventually I said, why not? So I got with a couple of title underwriters, namely um, Chicago title and the fund is another one in Florida. And I had two underwriters and we were cranking. You know, we were doing a, you know, let's say a hundred transactions a year, and sometimes more, both commercial and residential. And I would see a broad, a broad array. I'd do a ten thousand dollar little trailer site, or I might did the biggest one I've done so far was a it was a thirty three million dollar, four hundred unit apartment complex. So thirty three million dollar loan definitely made me pucker up a little bit. But you know, again, great exposure, great high level contacts. I got to do a couple of uh, cool things with the city. Um, one, I was a special magistrate for the Valuation Adjustment Board. That was very good exposure and now I feel strong in tax appeal and if I ever need to appeal the taxes of my own properties or, or on behalf of others, I'm qualified to do it. The other thing I got to do that was a little bit different is uh, sit as a planning commissioner. That's an appointment from the mayor's office and I'll, I still hold that right now. This is a cool role as well because I get to see who's, who's doing projects. You know? Who is the uh, engineer? Who's the developer? What land use attorney are they using? So I I like that role and it does give me a kind of a front row seat, what development is getting done in my own backyard. So as an investor, it's nice to see what projects are getting done and where and uh, it might give me a slight leg up and it gives me great context. Well, why am I sitting here? Most attorneys and appraisers and brokers, they don't have a show, they don't have a podcast, they don't have a thought leadership platform. Why did I do this? Well, I have a confession to make. After all that hard work and all those licenses and degrees, um, you know, I was an up-and-coming, hustling, dynamic young real estate attorney, broker, appraiser. But I tell you what, I was not making it. I was still very white-collar, hand-to-mouth. And the biggest reason is, I had gone into a negative net worth of about a hundred thousand dollars coming out of law school. So I had this, you know, this big albatross hanging around my neck, this hundred thousand dollar-plus obligation. I had no plan. I don't know how to pay it off. It was about that time that I realized if I didn't make a change, I'm just going to be working at that desk for the next 30 years, watching my loan balances grow and hoping that maybe some president eventually wipes them all away, which is not a very good game plan. So at that moment, I made a commitment to myself. I was like, you know what, I have got to change my mindset. I've got to flip the script. I'm helping a lot of people make money. I just got to find a way to make myself some money. And it was with the same skill set I already had, I just hadn't been bold enough you know, to be the investor. I'm just facilitating investments for others. And you know, great experience, but I was not moving the needle for myself. So at that moment, I decided I'm gonna be my own hero. I'm going to take the reins. I'm going to emulate the traits of my very best clients, and I'm going to just see how far this experience and education can take me as an investor. About five years ago, I made this mindset shift. Meanwhile, I'm still doing title and escrow and some brokerage. I stopped writing appraisal reports, kept the license though, and uh, but you know I was keeping the lights on. But in the meantime, my my real mental energy was investments. How am I going to get off this wheel? You know, how am I going to move? in that Robert Kiyosaki cash flow quadrant, you know, from a self-employed guy to maybe a business owner slash investor. And that's essentially what I've been able to accomplish. I bet on myself and that bet paid off big time. And that's really why I wanted to start this Yield Coach platform, because as I kind of came through this rabbit hole or out the other end of the tunnel, I was like, by God, other people need to hear and other people need to be inspired to take similar action if they feel so called. Over the course of three and a half, four years, which is a pretty short period of time, I went from a negative $100,000 net worth to a multi-million dollar net worth through commercial real estate investment and multifamily real estate investment. My very first deal was not sexy. A lot of the deals, which I'll run through, you know, in my in my online course or with my guests, they're not they're not sexy, but they work. They have margins, they have great yield, and that's what I preach. My first deal was about as small as they come. A little thirty-eight thousand dollar foreclosure. I knew the zip code. I knew I had margin in it. Thirty-eight thousand dollar house. I knew if I rehabbed it right, it could be worth maybe one hundred and twenty-five. So what did I do? I took hard money loans, Home Depot credit card, Lumber Liquidators credit card. You know, that's all I could do. I, I didn't have a lot of cash, but I had to get in a deal. You know, if I was going to fail, I wanted to fail forward. I, I had to die trying, so to speak. That little deal ended up selling it for one twenty-five. I had about a $55,000 profit. I had 1031 exchanged that tax-deferred exchange, through my own office. <laughs> you know, t- closed it at my own place. 1031 exchanged into an eight-unit deal that I had as a pocket listing, so like an off-market listing. It was already my listing. I just kind of bought my own private little off-market listing. And um, that really kick-started my momentum. At the time of this recording, here's a quick breakdown of some of the deals I've done. I did that commercially zoned single family. I did a duplex. I did a triplex. I did a quadruplex, I did a five unit, I did an eight unit, I did a 28 unit, did an 83 unit, and I did a five-story downtown building, roughly 30,000 feet. I'm looking at some other stuff right now. I've got a short-term rental under contract down in um, Atlantic Beach, hopefully to do four short-term rentals here, early, early 2022. I've Been fortunate enough to give myself financial independence before the age of 40. And, and I started in a pretty deep hole and I also started kind of late. As for an investor, so I want I want this show to be something that lights your fire, turns you on, gets you maybe inspired to take some of the steps that you didn't think you could take. If you're not inspired by me, that's fine. I hope to, I hope you can be inspired by some of our guests. I'm going to bring you all kinds of different guests, different concentrations. They're going to have their success in different areas. They're not all, they're not all going to have the same story as me. Also, part of this platform is I want to build a community. Again. You might get tired of hearing my voice. I want you to hear the voice of others. I want you to have the resources that I didn't have. I want you to have them now. I want you to have them early. I want you to have a platform with a community, with peer-to-peer where you can communicate with one another. Go to physical meetups, get mentorship if if you desire, and occasionally we're gonna have um, investment opportunities where maybe some people that watch this show or follow us, they might want to invest. We'll put stuff on Instagram or we'll we'll put stuff on the show that maybe is open for new investment. That might be something you can do if you're just too busy to go out and uh, invest on your own. So, all that to say, I'm thrilled to bring you the Yield Coach Show. I hope you enjoy season one. If season one goes well, we'll have many seasons to follow. Um, But let's get this community going. Let's kickstart it and uh, we'll get started with our first guest next but i encourage you as always to lace it up and leave it all on the field yield coach out